This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Do you feel a little crazy doing it? It's about to go down. <laughs> Perfect. We want to know everything. Dish. Oh, oh. It's talk me out of it. Please. With Kramer and Jess. Mix 106.5. Yeah. This is one of those segments where we need you to call and always keep us in mind, too. It doesn't happen on Thursday morning. Keep us in mind. Yeah. For an idea that you have that might be, well, what are we looking for specifically, Jess? So if you're if you're finding yourself in a situation where you're thinking about doing something kind of crazy, sometimes you just need somebody else to give you that confidence to actually make that leap. Or sometimes it's actually just insane. Totally a bad idea. And we got to let you know mm, it's not a good idea. And we got her on the voice disguiser this morning. All right, Anonymous, you're the voice disguiser good morning hi good morning so what's this idea tell us so i just found out that my husband's best friend is cheating on his wife and i want to tell her oh my god how do you how do you know for sure that he's cheating oh my husband told me he told me and i i asked him if he was gonna tell her and he said that of course not because it's none of her business and that's his best friend um so I'm very upset, honestly, because it's a woman, even if, like, I'm not close to this woman. Like, she's pregnant, eight months. Oh, my I, God. Yeah. Oh, no. So I, I told my husband if he doesn't tell her by tomorrow, I am going to tell her. So are you, how close are you to her? We're not close to her. We're close to her husband, because mm-hmm. uh, he was, like, my husband's best man in a wedding. Mm-hmm. And oh, wow. when we go out, she's not very social, so we don't talk much, but, but still. As a woman, I feel the need that I need to tell her. Well, as a you, woman, as a mother. But, but so has your, your, has your husband, like, how does your husband feel about that? When he told me, he was like, you can't say anything. Like, this is not a, our business. But he doesn't want me to say anything. But I told him that I can't hold it. So if he doesn't tell her, what I'm going to do is I'm going to write a letter and tell her all about it and just leave it on her car. But then won't she know it's going to be you? No. How is she gonna know? We're not even close. Oh, you're not gonna. Oh, so you're not gonna say like, it's you. This is like an anonymous. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, no. I'm not say it to you. Are you guys? Does your husband know this? That if you, if he doesn't say something, that you are telling him. I told him if he doesn't say anything by tomorrow, I am going to tell her. So yeah, he knows that. Damn. Okay. So anonymous mm-hmm. is saying I found out that my husband's friend is cheating on his wife, and that you. Mm-hmm. Feel like that that he needs to say something, and if he doesn't, then you're gonna step in and tell her through a letter that you're just gonna leave on the car, basically all Correct. the details. 
Yeah. All right. And do you not care? Obviously, I'm sure your your husband's going to be upset, but, like, you don't care. This is what I have to do. If I was in this situation, I would like to know. I don't care who tells me, yeah. but I will need to know. Yeah. Okay, 410-583-1065. Do we talk anonymous out of this, or do we say go for it? You know what? I, I agree with you in the sense where if I was in that situation, I don't care who tells me. I'd want to know, too. So when it comes down to just that that feeling and oh I can't even and honestly I can't even believe that she's eight months pregnant and she's going through this like I would tell her as well I don't know that it is really anonymous or not I don't really know that it's your business because what's going to happen she's going to get this letter she's going to read it she's going to go back to her husband and say are you cheating on me he's going to say no and then she's going to be like well, I got this letter and he's going to be like I don't know what you're talking about You have, I mean obviously we don't know what's going on behind closed doors and if like she's already had feelings if she's had an intuition or all this kind of we don't have any of that information and how much how much detail do you have about this affair like is it do you have enough to really like pinpoint some stuff or are you, is it just like he's cheating on you bye no I think I have pretty good information for her to find her own you know do her own oh, research okay okay I just I just don't think it's your business. And then you're going against your husband and all to protect someone that you're not even that close with in the first place. It just doesn't sit right with me. I mean, I feel bad for her. Is it protecting or it's or is it giving her a choice to make a decision? It's just none of your business. I don't. You know, especially when your husband's already said I don't, it's none of our business and that's my friend. Mm. Uh, okay, so let's, this is where we got to get you involved. But how could you be around her? How could you be around her and have this information and basically be lying to her face? It just doesn't sound like they're that close. 410-583-1065. Hello, Ellie in Baltimore. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? We're all right. We're just trying to figure this out. Do, do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? I say go for it. Okay. And why? I'm along. Oh, I'm sorry. Caleb says hi. It's Ellie K, guys. Oh, hey, oh, hey girl. Caleb. Hey, Ellie. What's up, guys? Hey. Um, I say go for it only because um, I was in a similar situation. Well, I wasn't, but a friend of mine was in a similar situation, and it could be a blessing in disguise. Um, I understand as far as like sometimes you gotta mind your business stuff because she's not really that close to that. That's person. what I'm saying. Like it's just not. It's, it's just not not. It's not one of your like close friends. I just don't know why it has to be that responsibility on you. You know. I mean, I, I get it. I definitely, I definitely understand because my business, I was like, oh, you don't really know her. It's not doing any of your business. But it's just like if I was in that situation, I would want to know. Like, yes. I would definitely want to know. Like that's it's, it's so sad. She's pregnant. I mean, yeah. even if she wasn't pregnant, it's just. If you don't want to be with her, you don't want to be with her. It's, it's so many ways to just yeah. it instead of cheating, and then you're you're risking her health. Like I mean, I don't know what they're doing, but I'm just saying, like it's so many factors. It's just like. That's true, too, because someone made a comment about, you know, risking her health because she's pregnant and, and causing her the stress during her pregnancy. But I think that also makes sense to, well, it's like we don't know who he's doing things with and where he's doing things. And so it's like, again, you are also risking her health as well. And so it's like, and I, I feel the same way. I feel like she needs the, she deserves the information to make her own decision. I see that. I From that standpoint, I get it. But I just still don't know that it's her. I think she needs to know. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's anonymous responsibility to say something, you know? So, okay, yeah. Allie, yeah, you're the best. You guys have a great day, okay? Thanks, Allie. You Thanks, too. Caleb. Thank 410-583-1065. Hey, Michelle in Randallstown, good morning. Good morning. Uh, do we talk her out of it or to tell her to go for it? She should actually not say anything. She has to consider the fact that this woman is eight months pregnant and what this could do. She's blowing up her world. Wait until she gives birth to her child. 
You don't know how she's going to take that. She could also cause irreparable physical damage to her and her child. I honestly didn't even think about that, to be honest with you. The exactly. stress, the stress, stress that the anxiety could put on the And especially physically. So, yeah. oh, it's going to so blow her world up, and then you don't know what kind of plan she may have in between where she needs to go financially, physically, or anything. So it's better... hold on to that information until she gets birth. It's better for her husband to keep cheating on her than it is for her to find out in your mind. No, not at all. Not at all. I do not condone that at all. But this woman is giving birth. She's going to destroy the entire birth experience. I understand it's based on a lie. However, that's for them to determine that part. But think about the physicality of the child and her. Okay. Don't take stress very well. Okay, sure. Hey, Adam and Nottingham, good morning. Good morning. What do you think? I mean, is does she say something or is she just, do we talk her out of this and just mind her own business? Okay, so here's my take on it. If she was not eight months pregnant, absolutely tell her. But because she is eight months pregnant, the most important thing is going to be the safety and the health of the mom and the baby. Yeah. And that can add so much stress and and pressure and who knows what could happen. You know, that's, and that's pregnancy. that's what our last caller just said, too. And to labor well, early, honestly. What do you think about yeah. this? Because here's, here's the question, then. So do, in your mind, do you think it's better for her to continue to get cheated on versus to find out while she's eight months pregnant? So, honestly... What she needs to do is she needs to get her husband and her best friend in a room and say, hey, listen, um, you lucked out because your wife's pregnant, but you need to stop. You need to change everything and take this as your free pass and move, you know, move forward. So go to him. Yes, absolutely. So he knows that that she knows the information. How do you feel about that, Jess? I mean, maybe that would scare him a little bit because I feel like he probably feels a little more confident and safe that his he only thinks his best friend has the information. But if he knows that his wife has it, I, maybe it might scare him a little bit to kind of keep his act right until, until she finds out. Because I think she needs to find out no matter what. But I do hear you as far as like the pregnancy thing. Yeah. And I mean, it's like even if like she told him. Uh, or she told her right after pregnancy. I mean, you're still dealing with postpartum and things yeah, that can even yeah, be worse. Yeah, yeah. It's not not an true. ideal time. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's, I appreciate the call. Yep. 410-583-1065. We're going to keep you anonymous. Uh, good morning. Hi. Hi. What do you think? Do we tell her to go for it or do we talk her out of it? Tell her to go for it. Mm-hmm. Definitely do it, but do it anonymously. So, and why? Like, you you and Jess seem to be on the same page of, like, this is a must-do. Well, I was in the very same situation, and oh. the man was um, my husband's best friend, but the woman was also my best friend. Yeah. And I found out about it, and my husband was like, you cannot tell. It'll ruin our friendship, so I wrote an anonymous letter, and sent it from another town to her. Oh, oh my wow. God. So you, wow, you really made sure there was no, uh, yeah, I couldn't, yeah. <laughs> no rep- so wait, let me get this straight again. So you found out that your husband's hus- best friend, right? Your husband's best friend, and she was, she was your best friend. The woman is being cheated on. Yeah. So we were couples. Got it. Okay. okay so everybody, so was everybody was very close there as well. And yeah. then, so you decided, did, did your husband say, don't say anything to, was he in the same boat? Um, Absolutely. None of your business. Did he know that you? The man was also my husband. Well, no, I'm not going to say. Yeah, but sure, sure. Did he know that you sent the letter? Did he know that you sent? Did he know that you sent the letter, or did your husband to this day still have no idea? So you did tell him, and did that cause any? He was very nervous. I think that's that's what we're kind of questioning here is like, how did that affect your relationship with your husband? Did that did that cause issues between you two? No, because 
they never found out that it was me. Got it. Okay. I mean, okay. That's what so. we need to know. That's that's actually super important. I'm glad you called today. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hey, anonymous. Yeah. So, hi. do we? What What do we think? I mean, is that any clarity of what you want to do? Yes, I think at this point, I mean, I have to tell her. There's <laughs> no way I cannot. If your husband doesn't say something, I mean, you're, you're doing it. You're just rolling the yeah. dice. Well, now, maybe, yeah, maybe he'll say something, right? Do we still like? What are the chances do you think he may still say something? Pretty low, pretty low. I think I'm, I'm gonna be the one it's telling you. her. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's been two weeks since I had this information. I mean, I can't hold it in me anymore. Mm. Okay. Well, here's what we say yeah. with this segment: is think about it. You know, take some time, let it digest. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. you have till tomorrow, so maybe take today, sit through it, and then yeah, I guess after hearing all this, and you still want to do it, you got to do what you got to do. So, what we ask though is, we always like to find out what happened with these situations. Can, if you don't mind, can you call either way? Can you call us back on Monday and give us the update on what, what actually went down? Totally. Would that be good? Okay, so we'll plan yeah, on eight. Yeah. Just plan on calling us back at eight twenty. We don't get any of your info, so you plan on calling us back at eight twenty. And what we always say is, if we don't hear back from you, we just have to assume that the absolute worst case scenario happened. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Gabby? Yes. A crime has been committed. <laughs> a, oh. un, an unthinkable crime has been committed. What's I, that? I don't know if they're going to make it through this or not. Oh, my God. But we're going to pray for him tonight. Uh, you know, Jess has said that she thinks it's okay. No, it is okay. To continue to watch shows that her and her boyfriend, Garage Boy, have, have gone through uh, or started together. Even though he falls asleep, Jess selfishly continues to watch them. This is wrong, correct? I am with you, Jess. As the one that falls asleep... That's on me. So yeah. Yes. Okay, girl. 
And I will try to catch up before our next episode, but we're usually looking forward to, like, sitting down at the end of the day, catching up on our show, and if I can't stay awake for it, then I don't want you to suffer for that either. So, See, that's, and I think that's what being in a relationship is about, the selflessness of the other person. How for her with- to say, for her to say, <laughs> why am I going to stop him from enjoying a show when I have the ability to also see it? It's not disappearing. It'd be one thing if we were back in 1990 and this show's never going to come back on and I got to wait for the commercials, right? <laughs> no, be- All right, we got no VCR, we got no TiVo, whatever the hell. But this... If this this content is there at all times that we can watch together whenever we want. Here's the one question that no one's asked, and I fault all of us for not asking this question. How did Garage Boy feel about that? He was initially disappointed. Okay. And, and that, then, that's all that matters. And then he said... Okay, let's rewatch it together. Probably because you yelled at him. And we have been. <laughs> you yelled at him to feel differently. No, I didn't. I was like, I'll rewatch it with you. Okay. And we have, and you know what he's been doing the whole time? Asking me questions. But Jess. That's what he's been doing. Initially, your partner in your situation yeah. was disappointed. For like a millisecond. Mm-hmm. Honesty. If he actually was so upset, he wouldn't watch it with me and he wouldn't ask me questions about what was going on I'm if, giving he, if he hated it. Justice for Garage Boy this morning. I'm with my guy. I'm with my guy. Hey, Gabby, thank you so much for calling. Thank you, guys. Take care. So what was so cool when you were a teenager? Something that like you either had to have or you were so envious of like other teens your age that had this one particular item or this one place, this one thing. I think we can all think about that one thing that we were just like thought, like put on such a pedestal. Yeah. Unnecessarily. And now if you look back, you're like, that's so dumb. Like, why did we think that was so cool at the time? I was telling Jess, I was watching the Abercrombie and Fitch documentary over the weekend. And I was like, man, I was like fiending for anything Abercrombie and Fitch because it just showed status, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you if you were Abercrombie, you must be somebody, you know? Yeah. But, like, what else? Like, what are some other things like that that you think of that you were just like, that's so freaking cool? 410-583-1065. Hey, Heather and Finksburg, good morning. Hey. Come on, reminisce with us. What was, like, so cool when you were, when you were a teen? The sidekick. Oh, my God. The sidekick, I was thriving. I thought I was the coolest kid on the freaking planet with that thing. I would have it open and not even, like, be... I would, like, like typing for no reason. Is that the one that slid up? Yeah, it slid up. It slid up that way? Yeah. Yeah, It was huge. But, like, still, if you you pulled that thing up and you did it in front of your friends, like, real quick, hang on one second. Yeah, you're like, hang on. Slid that bad boy up? Yeah. I didn't have one. And I didn't have one in high school, but about 10 years ago, like, T-Mobile came out with the sidekick slide. And... I was like, oh, no, I'm buying it. You have to. Your you're like inner 13-year-old is like, if you don't buy this, you will not be popular. So yeah. you must Absolutely. buy this. Wow, that's a good one. I've forgotten about it. Thank you so much. Read me a text, Jess, that you see that you're just like, yes, yes. Furbies. Yeah. Literally my favorite thing on the planet ever. Furbies were so... Those like the little alien-looking guys, right? And they, the little mouth. Yeah, and when McDonald's was giving them out, I was doing everything I could to collect as many as I possibly can. Because you had to. <laughs> yeah. It's like you were obsessed with it. Yeah. Hey, Justin from Aberdeen, good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? We're doing good, man. What was like so cool back in the day when we were teens? Oh, uh, yeah. So I grew up in the late 90s, and it was like the iPods and iPod Nanos oh. and that stuff. Yeah. Oh, I never God. got a chance to get one, but... I went with the Zune. Yeah. It blew up and was terrible. Did, you get, did you get beat up for that, by the way? Yeah. Did, you get, did you get beat up for having a Zoom? 
I, I beat myself up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my gosh. Yeah, dude, there was, if you knew somebody that had the original iPod, remember they walk in? Like, I remember, the, I remember the day they came out, they were They're so huge. Huge. Yeah. But, like, you'd be like, they, they, I can store 25 songs on here. And you're like, you can store oh, that on that, that big-ass device? That is so And you'd cool. have to, like, circle the to, like, scroll. Yeah, yes. Before, so. Because yeah. we had to go burn CDs. That's yeah. the only way we could transport music. They were like, ha look at me. I got this big-ass device that I wear that, like, weighs me down a little bit. Change we like, the world. We are jealous yeah. of you. Oh Dude, my that's, gosh. that's a good one. Thanks for the memory. Have a good day. Uh, thank you. 410-583-1065. What's that one thing you could think of? Like, that was so cool when I was a teen. Really quick, Google this. I'm sure you don't remember. Jinko Jeans. J-N-C-O. Jinko Jeans. is another text we're getting a bunch of today. Jinko Jeans with oh, the massive no. skater pants. Oh. They basically just Tell went, me why these are coming back, though. They're Tell so me cool why. again. I know. Yeah. They're cool again. But back in the day, like, if you wore Jinko Jeans, you it could not have been any cooler that one or two years they were super popular. No. Jinko Jeans also needs to stay in the past along with gaucho pants. Y'all need to keep them there. <laughs> keep them there. We don't want them. Help us remember some other things. They were so cool back when we were teens. 410-583-1065. Hey, Jason, good morning. Hey, how are you? Good, man. Remind us something that was so cool when you were a teenager. The Nextel phone so you could just have the push to talk and talk to anyone anytime and didn't even have to dial. The beep beep, right? I don't know what the, that is. It was the a beep bleep, bleep, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. So it was like it was like a two way, uh, where yeah, you didn't it was basically just like like a long long distance walkie talkie. That's kinda sick. And like <laughs> think about sick. it it doesn't even really make conducive sense. Wait, so did they come in a packs of two so the no. only person you could talk to? Or did okay, so how did you Jason, contact explain each other? It to Jess? Explain to the younger anyone, generation. It was anyone on your contact list. You just pull up their phone number, and the crazy thing about it is you could just talk. So it didn't matter what you were in the middle of doing. Your phone just started talking. You're in the middle of a meeting, yeah. and one of your buddies is like, hey, man, you there? <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine we're doing the radio. You're like, Jess, what's up? It's me. Like, no. what? You couldn't answer it. It just went off. But, like. That's funny. I don't know. I think it's because, like, like rap videos showed it so many times. It just became this really cool thing for, like, a year. I'm yeah. like, I've got to get me a beat beat because, like, that. A beat beat? What the heck? That's, that's as good as it gets. Every time you push to push to talk, you'll go, chirp, chirp. Chirp, 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 chirp. That's oh it. Oh, my gosh. And you'd be like, you'd be like, yo, what's up? You know, and, <laughs> and I'd be, you know, in the bedroom with somebody, and then your phone's going off. It's like, hey, dude, you there? Are you there? Hello? You couldn't not answer it. It made no sense. That sounds sense. like a hot mess. God, it was well, so cool. Then you just start talking. Hey, man, come yeah. on. at 4 o'clock in the morning. Hey, dude, we're all out. Come on. Awful. Yeah. Awful idea, but so cool back That's in the so day, dude. so much fun. It was. Everyone had to have it, and yep. if you didn't have it, you just weren't one of the cool guys. You weren't cool. Sorry. Dude, thanks for the call today. You guys take care. You too. 410-583-1065. Hello, Eliana in Hartford County. Hi, how are you? We're doing really well. So uh, tell us, remind us of something that was so cool when you were a teen. So I had just, I graduated in 2019, so I just got out of my teen years. But the coolest thing to have in high school was AirPods. So the teachers didn't know that you were listening to music or on the phone. Yeah, I feel like when AirPods first dropped, even like my friends, just to have them in your ears just walking around yeah. was like a sign of like superiority. Coolness. But yeah, you, you know what's seriously. so funny is you guys are the second generation of those things. But when I was in college, nothing was cooler than having that 
one-sided Bluetooth. No, but Bluetooth <laughs> was ugly. I know. That's it was the so thing. Ugly. They're not <laughs> the same. Yes, They're I'm sure, I'm sure he same. did. Every one of your dads listening right now, if you're your, your age, had one of these things. <laughs> Maybe you were cool. Same. Jess, this thing probably weighed 20 pounds. No, my dad had yeah. one, and I was like, Dad, stop. And we looked like <laughs> and the big old microphone that came down. Like, it was so unnecessary. Uh. Not conducive at all. But before, listen, Bluetooth's had to walk so that AirPods could run. And that's, stop it. That's for sure. They that's for sure. <laughs> That's funny. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you. I hope you guys have a good day. Somebody just texted in a text from the 410. Being in someone's top eight on MySpace. Yeah. Now, Jess, you couldn't have MySpace. I wasn't allowed to have MySpace, but all my friends did. And it was just like being the person on the outside. Uh, it, it was like the worst. It was like the worst time of my life. It felt like at that age. It was literally before we were arguing over like mask and politics on social media. We were concerned about Who's top who eight was in your top eight and what your song was. Then you get to so pick a song. Cool. Yeah, you you can pick a pick song. song. Which one was it? MySpace was a really, really funny one. Jamie in Baltimore, help us remember something that was so cool when we were teenagers. <laughs> so you're really like making my mind go so many different places this morning with this. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that stands out to me is when I got my first pair of guest jeans. Oh, that was it. Girl. My God. That was it. Or a guest and, jacket. Know, oh yes. my God. That little triangle. Like <laughs> that was that was status. And it, you cannot, you couldn't cover it. You had to make sure that shirt showed that label. You yeah. paid seventy-five dollars for that damn triangle on your shirt. You're gonna oh wear God. it so proudly. Yeah. I walked past the guest store probably a year, maybe it was probably two or three years ago now, and I was like, wow. That's uh, that not what we wear anymore. You know what I mean? Right. Not what we wear anymore. Not really a thing. But back in the day, right. man, they had their moment. Yes. They yes. had their and moment. I, and I only had the one pair, but I loved it. And, and you wore those. I bet you wore that for three or four days out of the week, didn't you? You know what? I probably did. Yep. Every <laughs> Friday, every Saturday, there were your going out jeans. Yep. 100%. That's, That's a good well, one. Thank you. They say that there are 15 things that are, quote unquote, small but significant that you should know about your significant other. Okay. They say after at least six months of dating, but this goes through the rest of your relationship. So if you're anywhere in between six months and a lifetime, Mm -hmm. you should know these things about your significant other. Okay. If you don't, you should probably go home and ask these questions. Okay. I'm not going to go through all 15, but Jess, I'm curious how many of these you could actually answer about your boyfriend, Garage Boy. And if you're sitting in the car right now, can you answer these questions about your significant other, because they say this is like, well, be a better, more enriched relationship. Okay. Let's go through these. Number one, how do they want to celebrate their birthday? He wants to go to New York in July and uh, with his friends. Nice. Oh, you and right off the bat, look at that. Ah. Question number two, how long do they need to get ready and head out the door? 30 minutes. Wow. Seems long. I mean, barely, because he likes to iron his clothes. Every day. When we go out, yeah. Wow. Okay. We're talking about the list of 15 small but significant things you should know about your significant 30 minutes. Well, because, okay, I'm I'm thinking, I'm I'm thinking like shower, picking out the clothes, hair, like cologne, if he hasn't shaved yet, like shaving his face, ironing his clothes. Like I'm, I'm thinking like the full process, but I'm sure he could like, you know, make do with 10, 15 minutes. But obviously that's good to know about your significant other because you need to know, honestly, like when did that person really need to start getting ready? Yeah. Before you guys leave. Yeah. All right, small but significant things you should know about your significant other. How many does Jess know? Um, What will instantly make them laugh? 
Uh, what instantly make Garage Boy laugh? Me just being dumb. <laughs> like me talking in like creepy, weird voices. Well, I think that's... Like what? Can we hear one of these No, voices? you can't skip. Come Move on. on. No. Why? Some things have to stay in the house. <laughs> All right. It is what it is. But I, me... <laughs> what is so weird about these voices? Because I'm, I'm like a weirdo. Like, I can't. There's, Isn't it so embarrassing the way we act around things, significant others? Yeah, there's yeah. some things y'all don't get from me. You would never me. want anyone to know. No. All right. Number four. What's the best way to support them when they are stressed or upset? What's the best way to, to support them when they are stressed or upset? Um, I think... Sitting him down and like hearing him out and like he, making him talk about it so he's not internalizing it because mm-hmm. I can tell when like something's going on and he gets quiet, right? So just like giving him the time to sit down and like express to me what's going on and us talking through that instead of just like, I mean, obviously you're being weird, so I'm just gonna ignore you being weird, right? You know what I mean? And that's gotta be important because obviously. You need to know exactly how to get to that moment mm-hmm. when your partner is being stressed out, right? To be a, a good supportive partner, mm-hmm. just going right to that moment. So that's important. Uh, number five of the 15 things. What uh, what do they allow themselves to splurge on financially? Um, what do they allow themselves to splurge on financially? L.A. Rams or L.A. Lakers, anything. I thought you say shoes for some reason. I, w- I mean, I, I was going to say shoes, but yeah. like I'm just thinking about the jersey he just got after the Rams won the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know what I mean? What that so that's like top of mind. Yeah. You knew that was coming too, didn't you? Yeah. yeah that's going to set us back a few bucks. It's fine. There's, uh, there's just there's five of the 15 things that you should know about your partner this morning. They say that Philadelphia, Jess, is the city of brotherly love, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what it's not. The city of neighborly love. Okay. In today's PA so cray cray. Get it? Cause. Yeah, I got it. Okay. There's always something going on in Pennsylvania, our neighbor to the north. And sometimes we, as Marylanders, we stop. We we turn towards the north. Just take <laughs> some like, time. What? Yeah. Like, but, what is happening? Yes. And before we get into it, please know this is all said in love and admiration. We love our neighbors in PA. You need to. You need to love your neighbors. But everyone, like, you know, probably even in your own neighborhood, there's that one house you drive by and you're like, what was happening in there? <laughs> I feel like in this mid-Atlantic region, it's that's Pennsylvania. Oh, just, listen, I don't go seeking these stories out. Yeah. As I'm going through the news in the morning. At least once or twice a week, there's a story out of our neighbors to the north where I'm like, what? Yeah, these are trending. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Today, I'm going to tell you, the story actually gets kind of serious, but then we'll get back to like, what? All okay. Right. Imagine it. You're in your backyard just chilling, having a little little game day with your neighbors, right? hmm But apparently, one of your neighbors isn't too happy about this. Because they weren't invited. In her 48-year-old... Brian Snarsky. He walked onto the neighbor's property with a shotgun. Uh, uh. While there were a group of 10 children. Well, there were actually 10 people. Some of them were children. And he's like, hey, I'm not happy. Now, if you're wondering, like, why is this dude? Like, what could have caused this guy to be so upset? Here's the story. Oh, he said he had cameras. We set his cameras off. And uh, we were never in his yard, not even close to his yard. 
And, uh, yeah, that's what the reason he said he had to come down here. Court documents say Sarnowski raised the 12-gauge shotgun multiple times at the crowd. According to the criminal complaint, Sarnowski also told the crowd he was part of the FBI. <laughs> okay. Seems illegal, right? So they obviously call the cops. Nothing bad happens, mm-hmm, by the way. Mm-hmm. Dude didn't shoot anybody or anything. They call the cops. And uh, dude is now facing 40 charges because of this. You can't say you're part of the FBI, by yeah, the way. Because you yeah. don't know that's wildly illegal to, to present to yourself as, as a law enforcement officer. Yeah. So 40 charges. But here, here's where the story gets very Pennsylvania-y. As they're, as they're taking this man away in the cop car, Jess, what does he do? What do you, just guess. Just guess. What does this man do that makes that makes him make the PA so cray-cray? Does he flash people? Would have been a good answer. I would accept it. He uh, pooped. In the car? Pooped in the cop car. Ew. Not like, like dropped trowel. Ew. And, uh, and defecated. Ew. While he was in the cop car. Yo, I, I don't make these stories up. I don't go looking for them. I just point out the fact the PA so cray-cray. Anybody in Maryland not follow their significant other on social media? If that's you, can you call us? 410-583-1065. I don't know how big of a pool that's going to be to pull from this morning. Yeah, and the reason why we got here is because uh, Benifer, uh, Benifer, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, close they, they do not follow each other on social media. They went IG official for JLo's birthday um, a couple months ago, but they don't follow each other. And so we were curious to see, is that like a real life thing for couples? And yeah. if they do that and, if, and how that works in your relationship and if it's beneficial in any type of way. And like why and I think more importantly like when did it start? Yeah. Like what was that catalyst that made you say uh-uh I don't want to follow you anymore. Mm-hmm. And is it uh, another question here just as I'm thinking out loud is it like a, a bad sign of your relationship if you don't follow? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I don't I guess it depends on what the situation would be. Yeah. Like for Ben and Jen we don't know. I call him Ben and Jen. You call him mm-hmm. Benifer. Yes. We don't know why they don't follow each other on social. They just don't. So I don't know that we'll get a lot of calls, but 410-583-1065. If you do not follow your spouse on social media, we want to hear the story, okay? Hey, Amy from Parkville. Good morning. Good morning to you. Hi. You don't follow your significant other on social media. I do not. Explain why. We're just so curious of those that fall into this category, uh, the ones that don't. Why? He likes to post political stuff. Okay. The pot during and Mm -hmm. get people all mad. And I'm just like, I just don't even follow him. And I love my husband, but I get phone calls basically at least once or twice a week saying, did you see what your husband posted? Did you see what your husband posted? And I'm like, you're like, no, I I didn't actually. My life's better because of it. (laughs) I know. I know. So I just, I, I don't even bother. When was like the the, the the straw that broke the camel's back? When was the day that you were like, okay, that's it, I'm over it? That was like right after we started dating. I mean, like oh. my husband is a wonderful man. Yeah. Yes. I have not followed him on Facebook. And he's obsessed with Facebook. Too. Yeah. Does he do it purposely to just to get people riled up? Or is he literally just trying to make his political statements? Um, It's actually kind of both. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. He, um, you know, does, she said, you know, 
kind of both. Kind to, of thing. to you, it's a whole lot easier to say, you know what? Let's just keep it. Let's keep it out of the social media realms. And ever since you started dating, it was this way. It's so interesting to hear that. Um, yeah, I mean, like I don't really follow a lot of people yeah. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not really on there a lot. But but when I am, you know, it's it's like you know, I post like kittens. Yeah, puppies, the good stuff. You know, yeah, like you know, positive stuff. And he, you know, he he likes to get the pop. He goes the other way. Yeah, just two different yeah. people. You like to keep it separate. It's good to hear this yeah. side. Thank you for talking to us today. Thank you. It was wonderful talking to you guys. Oh my gosh, wonderful talking to you too. Thanks for that. How many people in Maryland can say, I don't follow my significant other on social media? And like, what's the reason of why you don't? Hey, Autumn from Spark. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Tell us, uh, you don't follow your significant other on social media. Yes. And why? It uh, was causing issues with relational animosity. Oh. Okay, break it down for us. Break it down for us. And, and normal speak, what happened? At the beginning of our relationship, we, there was um, a lot of comments about, like, oh, you look great today. Come out to the bar. And From the opposite sex. Yeah. That you would see on his page? Yeah, we would both get, like, comments and posts from um, the opposite sex. Oh, y'all fine like that. Okay, okay. Yeah, and even though the, like, status said, like, in a relationship, it was still being, like, overlooked. And I, our relationship is very secure, but it was causing, like, you know, overthinking on both our ends. Like, well, who is this person? Uh Like, insecurities. Mm -hmm. Yes. So in order to shut that down, we just unfollowed. That would, I think, kill me. Wait, how how long (laughs) was that going on for? And how long have you guys just been not following each other on social media? How long has that been going on? Uh, Well, we've been together for five years and it probably happened in like the first six months. That's it. You got to go. You gotta go. Yep. You, you okay. can't. You can't be. And really quick, do you post like scantily clad, suggestive pictures, or these are just regular? Or same, with vice versa. Well, I mean, you always have your summer photos where hey. you're in your swimwear. Of course, okay. obviously, All right. yeah. There it is. She out here. But um, even just sentence posts, like out at the bar with my buddies yeah. watching the football game, and it's like. People were like, oh, which bar? Can I come? What are you doing? I, I got to get on. Like, I need those kind of followers. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, Jess, I don't know if you have those kind of followers, but I don't have any of those that are like, dang, you look good. All of mine are like thumbs up emojis. I'm but like, hey, it's okay. worked for them for about, what, five years? Right. You got to do what you got to do over here. 410-583-1065. If you do not follow your significant other on social media, we're trying to find out why. Hey, Casey in Carroll County. Good morning. Good morning. Now, Casey, you you went through a two-year period, right, where you didn't follow your significant other? Correct. We've been dating for about six years, so mm-hmm. I would say this is probably about like three years ago. Yeah. He was really big into music. We were probably a little bit younger at the time because I'm 23 now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he was he was really big into music, and it was just something that like I didn't understand. He would always post these like sad lyrics or relationship lyrics. And I would always be like, okay, what the heck's going on? Yes. I thought it was perfectly fine. <laughs> Obviously. People would be texting me and be like, did you guys, are you guys okay? Is yeah. everything all right? And I would be like, yeah. And I'd go home and I'd be like, is everything okay? He's like, oh yeah, I just absolutely love that new song. Like, he like, liked to create music as a hobby at the time. 
so he was really big into it. Yeah. But it's just, he it was just like one him. of those things where it's like, you know, if that's something he likes to do, that's completely fine. I just don't want to see it because yeah. I'm more of a positive person Dude, and I don't I... want to be second guessing anything. Yeah. And like, are you unhappy? Is everything okay? So you just unfollowed him for like two years just because you didn't want to yeah, see it. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, life took over. We got full time jobs. And now that's not something that really happens anymore. So we kind of just follow, I followed him back. <laughs> yeah. when, when the lyrics went away, you added him back. It's safe now. Yep. I can't tell you how much I'll overthink a motivational quote posted by someone that I'm dating. Like, I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah. It's like, go out and be happy by yourself. I'm like, by yourself? Yes. Listen from Parkville, you, your significant other doesn't follow you. That's right, yeah. So what what happened here? This is the reverse story. What what did you do? <laughs> so I post a lot of stuff that's like kind of like social and political. Um, and he's very passionate, which for the most part I like, but my followers don't. Oh. And they'll get really angry at him and they'll start attacking him. And I'm like, I can't have this drama in my life. So I actually had to block him from my public page. He's blocked. Your significant other is literally blocked. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So do you have do you have a big social media following? About thirteen thousand. That's a lot of people. Okay. okay. Yeah. So like, and, and you say you post political stuff. Yeah. So I'll post things like you know like Black Lives Matter and like pro LGBTQ. Okay. And he'll nitpick a small thing. Like he'll he'll go onto and, your post. He would go onto your post and say something. Is this just yeah. to start the pot though? Is this just to like get a rise out of people? No. So he'll he'll nitpick like one very small thing where I'll be like, well, okay, but this one thing right here is still a problem. And then everyone's like, yeah, but you need to see the bigger picture. And he won't back down. And then Wait, they attack so him. They all attack him. Wait, hang on. <laughs> yeah. You're you and this is your husband, or your boyfriend. Sorry. My partner. Your partner. You and yeah. your partner will get into political arguments on your own social media. Well, I won't argue with him because I try to, like, <laughs> leave it as an open platform for other people. Yes. Wow. But A safe space. But arguing with him. Look at that, man. So, wait. So, is this only online, like, just solely online? And then when you guys hang out, like, do we not discuss this? Is, is it just kept completely separate now? We we don't discuss certain things yeah. because, again, he'll nitpick. And yeah. I'll be like, look, you're causing me heartache. Oh. Like, I know you're supporting me, but wow, <laughs> I can't have this discussion in person. That's wow. to the next level. I think we could also open the phones up to that. I don't think we'll get another story like this, but if you, had, if you had to block your <laughs> yeah. your spouse on social media, yeah. unfollowing is yeah. one thing, but blocking them, they went too far. They went too far. Thank you so much for calling us. My pleasure. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.